I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined today by Daniel Kornitzer, Chief Business Development Officer at Paysafe, and we're talking about 2021, which already seems like a very long year, and specifically the payment trends. What, just to take an overall helicopter view, what are the key trends, and then we'll delve into what some of them mean. So what are the key trends for 2021 in payments for you? On the heels of the year we had in 2020 with the pandemic playing such a, such a key role in essentially accelerating digital transformation. In the words of McKinsey, they, they call it the quickening. They say 10 years of progress in, in three months where e-commerce basically went from 15% to over 30%. So I think what we're seeing for 2021, uh, I'll start along the same lines of the quote I, I, I just gave you from McKinsey, the consumers massively moving online because of lockdowns and because of the convenience and the safety of online and, and mobile ordering. So we, we did a, a number of uh, surveys, you know, primary market research. We did one in April just about a month, month and a half after the beginning of the pandemic, uh, at least in, in Western Europe and North America. And even back then, we had found out that 18% of people had done their very first online transaction during that first month of the pandemic. And more interestingly, 38% of people were saying that they expected to continue doing more online shopping, even post-pandemic. And that kind of matches some other data points that we collected, including the fact that people were using new payment methods. 56% of people using, uh, used it, uh, a, a new to them payment method in that first month. And when we surveyed uh, back in the fall uh, businesses, they responded that 76% have identified consumers as using different payment methods to affect their purchases. So, you know, there is no question that we're seeing a continuation of this massive move to online. Uh, that's probably the first trend that I would like to highlight. The second one has to do with payments, you know, being used as, as, as a tool for, you know, to track spending. We're seeing an emergence of various prepaid vehicles, including prepaid cards, but also prepaid cash vouchers, where a consumer can set aside, it's almost a, a budgeting tool when you can say, I'm going to buy a $50 cash voucher. And obviously my expenses are limited to the, the, the value of the voucher. So it's not an open- You can't spend more than $50. Exactly. Unless you procure a, another uh, voucher, but at least it, it's a spending you know, management tool. Another trend that we believe will have an impact is the, the move towards biometric uh, authentication. And of course, with SCA, moving into high gear, I believe that we're going to see a, a massive usage of authentication just because it's a better way to provide, uh, you know, it's a more secure, um, you know, resilient way to provide authentication. And uh, Juniper Research estimates that in 2021, 18 billion transactions will use some form of biometrics, uh, so two-factor two authentication, uh, representing a, a dollar amount in excess of 210 billion. So definitely a, a move in that direction that's, that's the, you know, anything but insignificant. A another trend uh, that uh, we find super interesting is the, the move to real-time payments across the world, uh, especially uh, in emerging economies. 
you know, for example, you, you've got peaks in, in Brazil just uh, rolled out and, and of course UPI in India that are, you know, encountering tremendous uh, traction in the market uh, because they're real time, because they're very inexpensive and, and essentially work very well uh, for both uh, push and pull payments, enabling people that uh, were previously uh, underserved to access those, those real, real-time payments. So if we look at some of the research, uh, for example, Grandview Research estimates that just between 2019 and 2021, real-time payments will grow by 50%. And more broadly, between 2020 and 2025, they expect the 29.3% cumulative annual growth rate. So sustained growth of real time powered by a combination of a strong latent demand by consumers and the technology being rolled out in ways that make it efficient, uh, cost effective, secure. Uh, so when, you, when, when all these things, you know, there is a bit of a confluence of factors, it just creates the proper environment for, for fast growth. So we, we expect that to, to continue. Obviously, the pandemic has played its part in speeding all this up. But there is also an inflection point in the technology as well, isn't there? We, we've, we've had an embracing of the technology that would otherwise have taken several years, literally. What are the technologies that have changed? Where, is, is there a specific AI issue or machine learning? Is it a move towards crypto? What, what role are these things playing? Technology has moved forward in an accelerated way, mostly out of sheer necessity, right? Because we had like the same way we're doing this instead of face-to-face over, you know, great technology. And, and it, it works. The, the bottom line is companies have raised to the challenge of, you know, enabling, you know, work from home and, and uh, this confluence of technologies. And, and you pointed, you know, AI and machine learning, which have been building for years, I even did my master's in, in, in AI back in the day. So it's a technology that's been developed, but of course, accelerated by the availability of cloud computing and massive, uh, better algorithms that perform way better and you know, much, much greater scalability in terms of computing power, IO, memory, uh, CPU, GRUs, et cetera. So AI has become you know, a cornerstone of, of fraud prevention. So when, when we look at uh, risk management and compliance, you know, AI is, is such a, a great component because it essentially enables to detect things that are almost impossible to detect to the naked eye. Even someone that has the experience, think about, I don't know, finding linked accounts, accounts that on the surface appear to be completely independent, bank accounts or wallet accounts. But once you start doing a more detailed analysis, you, you realize that they're somehow linked, either because of the transactional flow, because they share the same password, because uh, they're all accessed by the same IP address, indicating that perhaps they're part of a, you know, a ring or organized crime. So, so AI, you know, is, is a tremendous tool for fighting fraud. But AI, as, and I noticed you've been following AI and the use in banking, chatbots, etc., also as a tremendous tool for mass customization and enabling you know, speech recognition and speaker verification and all these technologies, providing a, a massive uh, you know, a change to the capabilities of companies. I mean, Professor um, Andrew Eng at Stanford calls AI the new electricity. So much in the same way that electricity 100 years ago changed everything. Think about it. I mean, most people don't even realize that 100 years ago, there were no fridges and no 
air conditioning. I mean, you know, today we take things for granted. I think AI is the new electricity and will change every industry on the face of the earth. Everything you're talking about in terms of payment trends is actually going to hit the bottom line of the banks. Payments used to be a great revenue stream for, for the banking business. Everything we're talking about here is making it quicker and making it cheaper for the customer, which means it is less lucrative for the financial institution. So some of the other things you've just mentioned, personalization, as an example, has got to take place if one is going to stay in the business of banking, because one of my key revenue streams has just been reduced, even though I'm offering a better service to my customers. It's funny that you mention it. I was at a panel at Money 2020 Europe a couple of years back with the CTO of BBVA, and he was saying that out of the 200 interactions that the average consumer has with the bank, only four happen at the branch. The other 196 happen over technology. They call it brick to glass to air, where glass is the, the computer or the smartphone and air is tap to pay. Uh, and and the, the real question is, how do you elicit loyalty when the way in which you engage with your consumers has changed so dramatically? How do you provide value? You know, it's by solving a need, by giving people back time, by reducing stress, by providing some sort of value add because consumers are technology agnostic. They don't care what, whether it's AI or quantum computing or biometry or SCA. The consumer will look at what does it mean for me, right? Does it give me something that's cost-effective, that's secure, that's cool? That's what I, I believe you know, will elicit loyalty. And personalization, I think it's something that's very dear to my heart because I find that as we moved away from the mom and pa shops where the consumer had a very personal relationship with the owner of a restaurant, the chef, the owner of a small clothing store. Now it's Amazon and Costco and Walmart. And yes, it's great in terms of economies of scale, but we've lost the personal touch. And I think AI holds the potential to re-inject that level of personalization so the consumer feels valued, appreciated for their patronage. So I, I do believe AI is, is the vehicle to re-inject that back into the, into the mix. Is that the key trend, I wonder? You mentioned the quickening at the beginning of the interview. Mm -hmm. Now, because I'm a sad movie geek, as soon as you said the quickening, I thought of Highlander and... <laughs> The key, the key line in Highlander is there can be only one. If there was only one trend that you could pick out, what's the key trend for the next 12 months? Well, now you're making it tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have to say that probably AI, machine learning, because there are at least there, there are multiple facets, but just fraud and, on, and you know, risk and compliance on one side and marketing mass customization on the other is probably the biggest game changer of all. But, but that does, that's not to say that, for example, 5G will not, which I believe will be a huge game changer as it provides you know, high bandwidth, low latency for IoT, for a, a whole bunch of industries enabling things like uh, virtual reality and, and augmented reality from mobile phones in, in combination with things like edge computing, I mean, the possibilities are endless. Imagine you, you go to watch or either you watch it from home or you go to a stadium to watch a football game. And not only you can view the main uh, streaming video of the game, but you can subscribe to one of 200 different 
cameras, some of which could be woven into the jersey of your favorite player. So I want to see the game as, you know, uh, Lionel Messi sees the game or some other player. So you can subscribe to that stream. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless in terms of 5G, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Sorry, I get okay. very excited because I see <laughs> so much potential in terms of, you know, delivering better service, you know, whether it's uh, access to streaming, more e-commerce, better experience in terms of the, the purchasing process, you know, in-game playing or betting. I mean, there's just so much that could be enabled by 5G. So I, in fact, if you look at, and I, I digress, but if you look at UBS, uh, when they, they studied from obviously from an investment perspective, less from a technology, but they, they think of the decade of you know, 2020 to 2030 as not just change, but a decade of transformation. And they've identified four key things that are in their view the, the key themes or, or, and one of them is 5G, one of the four. The other is FinTech, health tech and green tech. So these are the four areas that they've identified. Oddly enough, 5G they, is, is one that they consider as, as a tremendous uh, game changer uh, for technology as a whole. Daniel Kornitzer, Chief Business Development Officer at Paysafe, thank you very much.